This video shows a grade 10 learner from Bilu Secondary School allegedly assaulting a fellow learner outside the school on Monday. Other learners cheered on as the assault occurs. Hours later, it was confirmed that the learner who was being assaulted had committed suicide. One of the deceased's friends, Chirizine Bufumba, who is in grade 12 at the school, says she's hurting. Instead of taking action against what has happened to her, <laughs> Instead of taking action against what they've done to her, instead they're letting the girl go. Instead of expelling her and doing something about this case, they, 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 they're making the case even worse. Like, they're not even doing anything about it. They're protecting the girl that has caused, that has caused Rufuno to, Rufuno's death instead of doing what, something against this case. Honestly, I'm not happy about what happened yesterday. The ward councillor in the village, Muchuchuzi Mpapuni, says there seems to be an increase in ill discipline among learners, which he believes contribute to a decline in the overall performance of the school. Of course, we have to worry as leaders because we know the history of the school, and one of the reasons why the, the school is the school is declining is because of discipline. That behavior of yesterday in the video in, in the social media it shows us or no the reason why this the, the school is declining performance is because of the behavior of the learners. So I think we have to work together with the SGB, the community leader, uh, Chief Sanko, will come together and then try to do our level best to fight the things that is happening in this school. Other learners say they are concerned that the school isn't acting against the suspected bullies. I'm not happy, especially with the way teachers handle this matter. But as soon as they notice that we're not okay since the morning, they shouldn't have begun with the lesson and continue as if everything was normal. Yes, we don't, we're not saying that we don't want to be taught. We want to be taught, but one of us has died. How are we supposed to act as if everything is normal, whereas it's not normal? I feel like bullying is really undermined and it is really dangerous because the most um, bad effects which partake in youngsters is because of bullying, substance abuse, alcohol abuse and also life-taking. They take their lives because of all of this and I feel like people do not take it as serious as it is. The Social Development and Education Departments have condemned the incident. Education spokesperson Didi Malucheni. The department is awaiting a formal report from authorities on this. We send our condolences to the family and friends of the deceased learner and pledge our commitment towards ensuring that all those involved in bullying incidents are made to face consequences of their actions. It is also important that we capacitate our schools to strengthen enforcement of their code of conduct, especially on such incidents. Education is a societal matter, therefore putting the responsibility on all of us to ensure a safe learning and teaching environment. Police spokesperson Brigadier Mutlafela Mujabilu says a case has been opened. Biman Baloi, SABC News. To discuss this further, we're now joined on the line by Head of Legal Research at LegalWise South Africa, George Pelser. Very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. Good morning, Alvis, and thanks for having us. Now, in the report that we just played, we heard from pupils who are gravely concerned about bullying at school, stating Mm -hmm. that nothing has been done to discipline the bullies. Now, legally speaking, how should schools deal with this type of problem? So from a legal point of view, the schools are um, regulated by their code of conduct. And what the 
um, South African Schools Act says as well. So there are um, procedures that the school must follow. So how the school can follow with it is purely just by investigating this matter, um, getting all the evidence in place, seeing what happened, and then deal with it in terms of the the code of conduct, which will lead to a disciplinary hearing against the the um, student being accused of bullying, and uh, which may lead to, um, you know, maybe the suspension of the of the child from the school, um, and that in terms of the, the school's code of conduct. Mm-hmm. Now, my grandmother used to say, "You always have consequences for your actions." So, what sort of consequences besides maybe suspension may a bully face, considering that most mm-hmm. of them are still very young? Yes. So, with with bullying, and as you rightly mentioned, that some of them are quite young, and they all are children. So other consequences from apart from the school will be um, possible criminal charges. And in that case, um, children are um, regulated differently from adults in, when it comes to the criminal justice system. There's a whole separate act known as the Child Justice Act that deals specifically with children. Um, and in that instance, we, we have to differentiate between children under the age of 10 years of age and over the age of 10, because children under the age of 10 do not have the criminal capacity. So they are presumed not to have any criminal capacity, but it doesn't mean that they are without consequences. There will still be consequences. Um, they will still go through a, a hearing of some sort, and there will be an assessment to establish what the, the um, cause of this was, if the child um, can understand that there's a difference between right and wrong and what he or she did was indeed wrong. And then they will um, you know, have to decide on what specific measures will be taken into a place which can be, for example, counselling or therapy um, Hmm. or sent to an accredited program that will suit the needs of the bully. When you're over the age of 18, you can face more, over the age of 10, I'm sorry, you can face more consequences and there you will um, be brought before a a police official will take you to court um, with your parents. Um, Just important to note that all of this must be done with the parents or legal guardians because they are still the caretakers of the child. Um, And then also another hearing, a preliminary inquiry will be held and see if that that child cannot be referred for diversion, again, some sort of rehabilitation program, and if not, then that child will be referred to the child justice court um, to face further uh, to face the whole procedure and possible trial of the criminal um, charges mm-hmm. laid against the child. So, what if the bully now is much older, like in the teens, like we've seen in this case, before they can get to that process? Mm. So, with with um, children, the law is very protective in that regard because as um, with being arrested, it's, you know, in infringement of your right of freedom of movement, and there are certain procedures that must be followed as well. So the Child Justice Act is very clear that a, um, a child can only be arrested as a matter of last resort. So mm-hmm. that is, um, you know, to take into account and see is there any other way, because we have to remember that the whole purpose of being arrested is to make sure that that person will attend his or her um, procedures, the criminal procedure, either, you know, to go to court. So what the police officers will have to take into account is, is there any other way, for example, just giving a written notice or a summons to say, you have to appear with your parents at court on this date and time. If they feel that the person might be a flight risk or that the matter is so serious um, and they need stuff for evidence um, purposes as well, they can arrest it. But again, a child below the ages of 18, above the age of 10, can only be arrested as a matter of last resort. So it's not always that easy as with an adult um, 
in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Now, we are dealing here in this case where the victim had subsequently committed suicide. Does this have perhaps an impact on the charges that the bully may face? So that is a, a, a quite a difficult topic because you'll have to look at all the circumstances. Um, you know, it's, it's the whole um, academic reasoning behind it in the sense of how did that action contribute to the death of the person? Um, if, you, if you look at it really from an academic point of view, if you have to look at um, the definition of murder, for example, it's the intentional um, killing of someone. Um, or, or if you have to look at culpable homicide, it's that negligent part that comes in. So there always was an act directly linked that led to that person's death. So with suicide, it's a little bit difficult because there's no action that directly links it to that um, um, unfortunate event, and it is at the hands of the of that of that person itself. So the consequences might have led to that. Um, but it's not always directly linked to that, and it's difficult to prove in that instance. So that, those are the factors that must be taken into account and be kept in mind that in all of this, there are specific procedures that must be taken into place, and it can take some time to get everything in order. I thank you so much for your input. Uh, that is the Head of Legal Research at LegalWise South Africa, George Pelsa.